Our topic for tonight, along with having our guest James A. Willis on the show, is backmasking and subliminal messages in music. So sit back and listen to the Ghosty Talk theme song in reverse. Everybody give it up for Satan. Satan loves Scott K. Satan. 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 Scott Owl's rock star. Shop. Or die. Karma has been moved. Bow down to Satan. This is the ghostly rock on Sunday night in the seven p.m. Very interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. We'll put that together last night. Hi, everybody. I'm Doug. I'm Scott L. And I am Carmel. And we have special guests in the studio today, Scott L's sister. Hello, everybody. That is Erica, of course. And Will's not in studio right now. He uh, is working. Yeah. Um, that was prepared last night. We prepared for the show. Do you believe it? Well, no. Well, yeah. Today's uh, topic, we're going to be talking to Mr. James Willis of Ghost of Ohio. And he specializes in backmasking and music, um, these secret messages that always seem to be popping out left and right where people are getting sued and killed and killing themselves over. Um, we uh, talked about this briefly about a year ago um, in one of our shows we talked about music on also. Uh, but we really wanted to kind of focus on, when James came to us with this idea, he really wanted to talk about backmasking itself and try to like put that up in front and just see what kind of creepy things are out there. Because there's a lot. There's a whole lot, and we're going to show you a lot today, too. <laughs> even in our own theme song, obviously. Yeah, even in our own theme song. I can't believe... How did Scott K get all that stuff into I don't know man the music because it sounds so clear well, so I, I, I feel real depressed now and I think I'm going to go home and off myself I want 100,000 you I think I'm going to have a breast reduction now <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that please oh no 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 that would that, oh. that would bum the whole crew out here yeah I know and it might make my back feel better oh. <laughs> so, but we um, yeah th- that was amazing that, especially the stuff about you know shop at stagehand tools dot com yeah, well, yeah what's going on I know <laughs> that was amazing amazing stuff so we're all stressing right now yeah like yeah. through the purse I'm getting a tool belt yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly you know? you're like I have a hankering for a tool belt we're all, we're all stressing right now though because of that obviously <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but most of all karma you 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 caught, you walked in here in hysterics I don't know what was going on but yeah what happened what to you um yeah if, uh, that was you said something about this morning and, and yeah, this crazy, morning. crazy nut. I had a rude awakening. Um, just to let you guys know that if someone comes knocking to your door, it doesn't matter what time of hour it is or time of day it is. Um, whether they say that their kid just got ran over by a car or whatnot, never let them in your house. I'm sure you guys know this, but just as a precautionary, um, offer to call 911 for them or offer whatever services that you can do without opening your door. <laughs> um, yeah. I had a really strange lady come to my door at about 5.30 this morning, banging on my door. and um, with, her, with her hands. With her hands. She was uh, twisting my knob. Well, not my knob. That sounded really bad. Twisting my door no, That's knob. what I was doing. <laughs> twisting the knob. Um, yeah, so she was trying to get her way in, and uh, she was saying basically that she needed to use my phone. She wanted in. She was real persistent. Um, I asked her what her problem was. She said that she needed to use the phone, wanted to use it. I offered to call the number for her. That wasn't working. She um, was just very persistent on getting into my home. By then, my mom's on the phone, you know, being from up north. <laughs> She's like, there's nobody trying to break in my house. I mean, if listening to my mom, you'd have thought she was already in the house, had us tied up. <laughs> and let us call 911. No, I'm joking, Mom. I didn't mean it like that. But um, so I, I persisted. I was asking her. You know, what was her emergency? She went on to say that she was shoved down a stairwell, started to cry, then cleared up her eyes and said that she really needed to get in my house. She's real persistent about it. And then um, I said, well, I can't let you in. She's like, then she goes and says, 
look at, I know you're a girl, I'm a girl, and I know you don't know me, and you're probably really scared right now, but I, I, I need to get in your house to use the phone. And then when she said, but don't call the cops, that was yeah. a big that was a big thing for me. I'm like, no, this lady is trying to yeah. come in and do what? Do I, what what the hell was she gonna do? I don't know. I think the, the way she had she, nefarious thoughts on her mind. Yeah, she did. She um, had a purse on her. Did you see a purse? She did have a purse on oh. her. She had a um, large trench coat on. Oh, large, <laughs> a very long trench coat. Oh, really? And then she even went on to say, um, "Look at how I'm dressed. Look at me. I want you to look at me. Look at how I'm dressed." I just got back from the Detroit Orchestra. Never heard of it. Play. I didn't score. I mean, I mean, I, I, I need help. <laughs> and um, well, I knew some. Not that this matters or whatever, but when you're going to an exquisite place like that or whatever, and you're somewhat of a classy lady or whatever, you when you wear a black top, you wear a black bra. <laughs> okay? Oh yeah, yeah. She whipped out. You know, she pulled her coat back. She had a white bra on. It was dirty. You know, hot. Very, no, no, it was like a mushroom color. But it was just like she just looked like she was had it all planned out or whatever. But I didn't believe her, and I think she was on a mission to get someone to open the door. So then um, about two minutes, three minutes before the cops pull up, she ended up taking off down the street. Well, when they got to my house, they acted like um, they were already aware of the problem. They're like, really? was it a white lady or a black lady? Well, that's a common question. I said, it's a, it's a white lady. He's like, all right, we're on it. He goes, what's your name? I go, Christy. Blah, blah, blah. And he says, wow, we've had a lot of uh, Collins with the same middle name. I don't know why he threw that out or whatever, but um, I, the way they took off and the way they were looking, I think they were aware of the problem. So, so she had been trying all night to get in someone's house. I, I believe so. Yeah. But I had called the, the police department back just to get, like, an update because I'm curious. I want to know if I can go to bed or not, you know, basically. And she had said that, or when I called back, they said that, um, no, they didn't pick her up, but the sheriff's department found her. I don't know if they were saying that, just to kind of like calm ease your, ease ease your mind, mind or, or whatnot, whatever. But, yeah. but this morning, first thing I did is went knocking on all the neighbor's doors and asked. Of course, not at 530. Yeah. But I, I <laughs> yeah. asked. Yeah, that would be rude. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it would have been rude. And I asked them, I said, um, did anybody knock at your door? And everybody said, no, I, I didn't hear any knocks <laughs> or whatnot, so... I don't know if she's seen her TV on or... I think I I am a victim of someone that knows me and knows my dog will basically lick you. I wish cool stuff like that would happen (laughs) around my house because, yeah, come on in. (laughs) You've got to deal with the caveman in his bedroom (laughs) and you've got to deal with me. I mean, that'd be funny. I mean, see, what you should have done when she said, don't call the cops, you should have done something like this. Thor, release the dogs. Well, you know what, my brother. That would have been good. My brother was already downstairs by then. By he's when she was saying, "Don't call the cops." He was up in the cupboard loading the pistol. Well, there you go. Nothing wrong with that. My mom's like, "Don't go out there." My brother's ready to shoot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she was dealing with people from up north. The chick obviously was. She was stringing out. She was tweaking out. And, and she's probably she trying. Like you said, she was trying, trying it all night long. She was trying to. She was. She was changing her story. She also said, um, "I've been out in my car." Yeah, where's your car? For a at? long time. I go. I even asked. I go, "Where's your car at?" She's like, "It's down the street." And then she said, "I'm really cold. I've been out here for a long time." Good. You're gonna get colder. Stay out there. Yeah, it was mm. just a lot of inconsistencies on, and you know, that's in crap. Her story. That I can't believe crap. it. And just think, most people getting up, being woken up like that, and she's saying, you know, oh, I have an emergency, blah blah. Some people have a sleep. Yeah. They think and open the door. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But. I did watch a video while I did attend Specs Howard, and that was one of the things that they that they showed this video on was to how to protect yourself. And they showed a reenactment of what just had happened at my door. Oh, about my About how gosh. this lady comes to the door. She says, oh, my God, I, we've just been in a really bad car accident. Around the corner is her boyfriend ready to rush the house. Yeah. And they showed what to do and what not to do, and they showed what would happen if you did do it, let the men use the house. Mm-hmm. They said always offer to call. So I was like... Thank God I paid attention. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't let her in well, anyways. Yeah. That's scary. That's really scary. Because, I mean, in and all seriousness, you know, if that was to happen to me, I don't know what I'd do. And it's very sad, though, because I'm sure people actually really do have emergencies, and it's because of idiots like her, you know. People, yeah, you can't. They're the, boy, the little boy that cried wolf. But yeah, but that's what these things are for. 
That's a, oh, yeah, cell phones are cool. I thought you were gonna like pull this like hand cannon. Out. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Uzi's are for. Yeah, <laughs> but that's exactly what my brother brought up too. If she's coming from the Detroit Orchestra, wherever the hell it was, she obviously has some kind of money to do that. Right. Why wouldn't she have a cell phone? Yeah. She would have a Why cell phone. Why wouldn't you have a phone? It's yeah. all crap. It was a big lie. She was trying to get in your house. So yeah, be on the lookout, people. Yeah, that's, that's you know, it's not paranormal related, but we're here to help. And that's, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's, that's serious stuff. That's our, well, that's one thing we always stand here. Never fear the dead people. Always fear the living ones. It's the living ones. <laughs> well, I, almost, yeah, yeah. Almost, I almost witnessed a ghost. <laughs> My brother is ready to shoot. <laughs> oh, blame the guy. You could have out on your porch and right. uh, did our ghost hunt. Knocking. Yeah. yeah right. Every night at All 5.30 right. in the morning, right. this ghost of a woman. Yeah, the, the ethereal crackhead walks up to the door. Yeah. And starts knocking. Dressed in a trench. Dressed in a trench. You know what? You have to say, my mom. Mom is kind of on the edge about living down here as, as it is. I mean, since she's been down here, she's been in a car accident. Okay. She has witnessed uh, a lady getting the crap kicked out of her by her boyfriend on the corner across from me. Um, she's witnessed my lights being ripped down, people coming on my porch, vandalizing my house. And then last night, a rude awakening. I yeah. don't think my mom wants to live with me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, first thing maybe she, you should move. I don't know. First thing she said was, we gotta buy a house somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere else. Well, so, Mom, I'm getting you. Out, I'm getting you everybody. out of the clump. <laughs> that's not gonna happen to everybody. I, I mean, that's something that. I mean, it's like it won't happen to me. I'm protected. My house is fine. I'm safe here. I have a killer yeah. dog that'll lick the piss out of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did say that the, 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 the attack dog was like but just up in the door going, hey, how you doing? Come on in. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, uh, somebody you to play with. Pet me. <laughs> I thought it was me or something. The dog loves me for some reason. I don't know what the trip is with I that. I know. See? Keep an eye out, people. Yes. Keep don't, an eye out. Don't fall victim to this. No, yeah, keep an eye out. And, yeah, they come to your door. Don't let them in. Please. Offer to you, call. You know, and you're being nice. Call. You're being nice to go, hey, you know, everybody, I know you already know this, but you know what? The funniest part is there are people that don't know that. There is. And it's mm-hmm. not, we're, not, we're not calling anybody stupid. You're not dumb. You're not an idiot. But there's just, like you said, 530 in the morning, most of us are crashed out. Well, except for us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're not up. me. I'm, but, you know, most of us are crashed out. We're, we've been asleep for a few hours, so we're in that nice, deep, stage of sleep where you're out so when somebody wakes you up you're like uh, uh, oh oh my god this someone needs help it's terrible yeah yeah well. i better open the door next thing you know you got a gun in your face no mm-hmm. can't have that can't have that keep the door shut you don't know them don't open the door and just offer to call for them and if they don't want that then they're obviously looking for other things yeah you don't want oh, that yeah. so it's stressful stressful i Not have good. to say um we are going to talk we're broadcast live 7 p.m. till 9 p.m. Eastern Time on uh, Pioneer Radio. That's pioneer.rollo.net. Our website is ghostlytalk.com, and you can access all kinds of goodies on our website. There's a brand new show on as well. I'm going to have to put a link up. I, I listened to it last night. On, on It's on Pioneer, and it was uh, yesterday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and it was by the folks down in... Um, I'm going to slaughter this. I think it, it's not Arkansas. It's another one that starts... Alabama. <laughs> Folks in Alabama, oh, they're yeah. ghost hunters in Alabama, oh, and uh, they're, they're doing a show on Pioneer now, so <laughs> there's a, a ghost show on uh, Saturdays oh. <laughs> on Pioneer. I thought that was pretty cool, and uh, and I listened to his two hours. He he did his premiere of a two-hour show. And he's by himself? That's wild. No, th- well, he had a co-host. Okay. Cool. From from another place. And, um, <laughs> and Apparently, you don't know the etiquette <laughs> of the table yet. Be <laughs> nice. Don't drop stuff. Did you hear that? Don't drop <laughs> it goes stuff. Thud. It makes <laughs> a good okay. noise in the headphones. So we um so anyway, um so I think that takes care of all that. Let's go to break so that we can get our guest, James, James A. Willis. James Willis will be here from we're Ghost going of Ohio. To all kinds of weird stuff. And we're gonna do some backmasking backmasking fun. Yeah. And I remember well we we talked about this before the show how hard it was back in the day to do this when you had records. Oh, uh, analog. <laughs> I don't know how they did it. They, you had to take your finger. You well, could do yeah, it. You, you could, could do it. it. It would be like... <laughs> <laughs> you can't keep it consistent. Now we just pump it through the software. Yeah, you pump it through reverse. the software, reverse it, and listen to it. I, yeah. I, it's so amazingly different nowadays. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can, you can conjure up spirits so much easier nowadays, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't we take a quick intentions. break? Yeah, let's take a quick break. <laughs> And, uh, we're we're going to take a break. We'll get James Willis, and we'll talk about backmasking. Yes, we'll be right back. Promise. 
nose in the world's business. Now, what what happened to your journalistic job? responsibility? What do you mean journalistic responsibility? I talk about aliens for crying out loud. Yeah. And what, what do you think aliens are? Why talking about this kind of stuff? Aliens' responsibility is usually holding the truth back. I'm trying to bring it back out to people and let them see these things. There you go. I think we got one vote on your side, Clyde. What are you talking about? Well, you do. A lot of people are on my side, I think. Well, that's good. That's good. Just when you thought it was safe to get drunk, then say hi to your friends. Drunken dialing. Drunken dialing. Just when you thought it was safe.
All right, cook it away. Here we go. <laughs> Are you ready to rock? <laughs> right now. There we go. There we go. That was our break. We did get our special guest on the phone line today. He's, he's um here, he's live. And so we're going to be talking about Backmask. I bet you could Backmask that song that, what was that? That was Pink Floyd, Floyd or something? Yeah, yeah Celestial Voices. I have a very uh, cool tune. I mean, at the end, oh, it's definitely oh. a will pick. Yeah. Oh, have you backmasked any of your stuff from MFPS? No, but I'm gonna try it tonight. I'm gonna take the whole album and just backmask and it. and play it backwards. And I'm gonna hear like everything. I know it's just gonna be like just you know, Satan, 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 <laughs> Satan, 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 Satan. So don't We're gonna get like, a call from your ma. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, With some of these songs I've been hearing like before the show, I now understand a lot of people out there now. <laughs> Why they act the way they do? <laughs> <laughs> well, when do you hear some of the stuff that, that yeah, uh, our guests that, that brought? James brought in? Yeah. yeah. So introduce them for us so that we can get to right into the right into the thing. Thanks for putting me on the spot. Though. I, I thought that would be that. nice. I, I, I gun to head. Yeah, gun to head. Well, you've emailed <laughs> with them. I haven't. So we have James Willis. <laughs> we have James. <laughs> Shut up and welcome. No. And well, you want me to do the radio voice, huh? Mm-hmm. I no. can't do. I can't do it. No, we have James. We have James Willis on the phone right now. He is part of Ghost of Ohio, and he specializes in this particular phenomenon, like uh, reverse speech, backwards. Uh, sorry, back masking. James, feel free to correct me anytime you want. Oh, you're struggling along. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he specializes in this sort of thing. He came to us and said, "Hey, I got an idea for a show for you guys, and I could, I, I know a little bit about this." And uh, what do you guys think? And I'm like, this is going to be great. Like I said on uh, the first uh, half hour, we did touch on this about a year ago on a show we did on music, lightly. Um, and didn't but really that ended that up being a ramp. It turned ramp. into yeah. a rant about yeah, <laughs> censorship and stuff like that. So, yeah, it didn't quite pan out the way we, we had planned it. So, James, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Thank you. Thank you for having me. I have to say right off the bat, though, I was listening to the beginning of the show, and <laughs> even though I deal with backward messages, you guys totally scared the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we didn't do that. Scott Kern wrote that song. Yeah, Scott Kern of stagehandtools.com wrote that song. So yeah, so was, I'm not yeah. sure, but it's weird. I'm torn between having a hankering to buy a tool belt and not wanting to open my front door. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I just want to say that I had no part of that. Neither did I. No, no. That, unfortunately, that was, yeah, that was These guys got wired on Diet Pepsi and nicotine last <laughs> and week. And that's scarier that it wasn't the whole crew that came up with that. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine if we all put our minds together? Oh, that would have been something. Because Scott, Scott L. would have gotten, you know, in, in front of his, his huge program gear and back math, just everything into it. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Right now, all we're going to do is just reverse it, and then it just all went to hell. Yeah. It started out with so just a simple reversal. the mic into the board, and that was it. Yeah. As Great. soon as we as soon as soon we pulled out a mic, the, it was done. It that, was done. Definitely one for the archives there. So, Thanks, yeah. guys. That's we'll <laughs> have to use that one. That was pretty funny. James, we have a list of cool stuff that you sent me last night. And where do you want to start, basically? I mean, really, let's just jump into well, this. Well, let's t- tell us about it. Well, why, yeah. why, you know, I mean, it, it started with, what, the huge thing with sticks and um, well, the band one sticks. Of the things, and yeah. Was that the beginning of the, of people actually, like, taking wow. notice of this? Black Sabbath. Yeah, well, they, when it really came to the front was what I kind of affectionately call, like, the great satanic panic of the 1980s when oh, yeah. everyone kind of jumped on board. But in all honesty, groups had been experimenting with sounds backwards um, right around in the 60s they started playing with it um, it's, it gets a really strange sound and musically they were kind of experimenting with it the, probably the most well known example is um, Hendrix's Are You Experienced that's oh, yeah. our riff is going backwards uh-huh. by the way I am what's that? <laughs> <laughs> experienced evidently really? I'm sorry perhaps we could talk after the show <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. I just what condition, though? You have to come to the back door. You, I'm not answering the front door. <laughs> oh, okay. No trench coat. No um, trench coat. I'll make sure I lock my dog up. <laughs> okay. So. Um, but they started experimenting with playing sounds backwards, and that's actually how the Beatles first got into it. Um, but it was really just doing sounds and things like that. And um, it wasn't until the like early 80s when people started actually was mainly the televangelists that were coming forward and saying that there all there were these satanic messages that were hidden within the music. Um, I guess before we get into the samples, that there's actually a distinction between the backward messages. There's two different types. There's what's called a simple reversal, which is what where if you do hear a message that is backwards, it's very clear. 
it's a simple reversal, which is they just record whatever they want to say, then reverse the tape and mix it in. Um, they're easy to pick out because they sound like gibberish when you play them forwards, and when you play mm. them backwards, they're very clean, and you can understand what's being said. Um, the second kind is what's called a phonetic reversal, and that's the one that normally has all the demonic voices and whatnot in it. Those make sense both ways. So you hear something when you play it forwards, and uh, then when you play it backwards, you hear something different. Yeah. Um, mostly, you said the simple reversals. Those are obviously intentionally done. Like right, and as we get into them, you'll see that a lot of bands that were accused of having um, backward messages, they were accused of having phonetic reversals, which made sense both ways. And what they did is they turned and they were around and they were like, okay, on our next album, we're going to put one. And they just mixed in something backwards. Just, just for a little, just a little stab in the gut, more or less. Just, just, just artistically, yeah, okay. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that either. So yeah, there's, there's two types then, and I didn't know that either. I mean, yeah, the, I the thing the thing that grabs me about any of these pieces of audio now, just we were talking on the break briefly, James, and I was I told you the two that I brought in just just to just to tell people, and I was just messing around with just simple audio, and no matter what, it always seems like this stuff sounds so darn creepy regardless. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Any song you put backwards, it sounds really creepy. It does. And, and it goes back to that's why the musicians in the 60s, because they were actually imbibing in certain things, but were kind of tripping themselves out when they were experimenting with this, but it was mainly to get sounds and things out of it. Yeah. Which is another reason why groups like, say, Pink Floyd are infamous for supposedly having hidden messages in them. Oh, man. I can't wait for this. <laughs> which one do you want to start with, James? Well, the first one, which, looking at I think I only sent you the backwards version, but it might give your audience just a chance to hear what a simple reversal is. Okay. It's, um, it's Rain by the Beatles. Okay, yeah. That's and, um, as I said, I only sent you the backwards version, but when you play it, you can totally hear what they're saying. Um, this was one of these songs that kind of started the whole, hey, there's hidden things in music. The strange thing about this is that this song was only released as a B-side. It wasn't available at the time on any album, so it kind of sat dormant for a while until um, John Lennon started giving interviews, and oddly enough, kind of dating myself, but um, <laughs> how he came about getting this backwards on there is he came back from the studio late one night, and he was under an assortment of controlled substances, and they had old reel-to-reel players where if you're not familiar with them, basically they're like a tape deck, but if you put the reels on on the wrong side, it plays it backwards. Yep. Well, he wasn't coherent enough to put them on correctly, and he put them on the wrong way, and the entire song Rain played backwards. And he went in the next day, and he told the band, this is it, let's do the whole song backwards. And they were like, you're insane, we'll give you this little bit at the end to do backwards. Mm. So if you listen to Rain forwards, at the very end, you hear a bit of gibberish, um, that when you play backwards, and that's the file I sent you, he's basically saying... When the rain comes, they run and hide their heads, which is a line from the song. Okay. Um, Let's give it a shot. We're, we're going to play right now. Now, James, you're not going to be able to hear this, okay? But we'll, we'll, we'll come back when it's done playing, okay? I'll be amazed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that's an intentional reversal. They Correct. Yeah. And all they did to get that was they simply recorded that line took that piece of tape and turned it backwards and mixed it in. So you can see how with a simple reversal, when you do play it backwards, it's very, very clear. It's very clear, yeah. It's very yeah. clear. And you, I, the intentional ones, like the simple reversals we're talking about, they're very, you, you, it's, it's obvious that somebody just, you know, talked over it, they threw the tape backwards and set it up. Right. So, so that was very clean. The artists ran into is that when they put simple reversals on there, um, a lot of the evangelists were using that as proof that there were phonetic reversals as well. So what they were doing is they were saying, see how clear this is? It's proof. That means all these other messengers are in there as well. So they were kind of, you know, one plus one equals nine, but that's the jump that they were making. Well, it's, it, it, they weren't even looking, it doesn't seem like they were even looking into what they were actually saying, though. That's, that's the problem I'd have with that. I mean, if they're saying, okay, worship Satan, and you say something really evil, okay, then there's, there's a problem. That's very clear. But if they're saying, like, poetry, like John Lennon was doing there, it was nothing, I, I don't consider it 
harmful for that line to be said to me. When it well, started the whole. Well, let's oh, yeah. talk about Shindig. that. How um, I, I, when I grew up in the seventies and and I mean eighties. They're twenty one. Yeah, and so <laughs> so I was around when all that stuff was happening, and and everybody was all up in arms about it. And I but I wonder. Um, the, one of the things is is they had these psychoanalysts and psychiatrists and all these this you know huge numbers of of supposed experts about about what this can do to you. Do you think, James, that it uh, that you can hear it backwards in your head? Like when you store a memory, does it does it sort forwards or forwards and backwards? Like does your brain really pick these things out and learn from it? There has been uh, uh, there's been numerous studies to and, and lawsuits actually to try to prove that a backward message or a subliminal message, which is basically anything that's outside of the normal threshold of our hearing, that those type of messages would make us act a certain way, and they've they've yet to been able to prove that. Um, my own opinion on it is I think regardless of whether or not a message is subliminal or not. There's got to come a certain point where, in order for you to act on it, it's got to become part of your conscious. Mm-hmm. If, even if you've got unconscious, it's almost like when you dream and you get all these weird things that come out because your subconscious is just throwing them out. I think it's a subliminal message is not going to make you do something that you normally wouldn't do. I think it could influence you, but I think other issues are going to come into play. So as, as long as your conscious is there to say... Hey, you know, we don't do that. Exactly. Um, then, then it's just going to be like as, as if you saw some some idiot on TV. There you go. Yeah, and you're like, oh, that's an idiot on TV. I'm not gonna go and join a ministry or something like that, you know. Exactly. So, or a cult or anything <laughs> that, like that. that. Cult is not Start for me. Flattering. Yeah. Flattering animal. So, so you do have some yeah, pretty things like that. So, right. Yeah. So you do have some uh, some control over your own actions, regardless if you. If you got the message subliminally in a reversal or any way, you you've got you still have your you're supposed to still have your common sense. Exactly. Okay. Cool. And does that just go with audio? Because um, this is like a little off the subject, but with video, when they do those like half frame or a frame second flash of like let's say they put like a Coke product, I think they did it with Pulp Fiction, didn't they? They put like a little tiny flash or frame into that movie just enough to where the eye would catch it but you wouldn't be aware that you had seen it and then you'd automatically get the urge to go out and drink a Coke. Right. The, um, it, it works the same way. There's been no evidence to suggest that those would make you do something other than what you would normally do. There's a, a famous study that actually became infamous. Um, it was called The Frame of Popcorn. And what they did is um, a researcher spliced in a frame of popcorn into a movie every, I forget um, how many frames that it was, but it was basically a frame of popcorn would pop up, say, every 10 minutes. And he came forward with all of this research that claimed that uh, they were selling popcorn left and right and that Mm -hmm. whenever they weren't showing the film with the popcorn in it, it leveled out. About six years ago, it was discovered that he kind of had maybe 12 people in his study. Oh, (laughs) okay. As large as that he thought it. The other thing is that... uh, scientific side of me doesn't really go for something like that. Like if they had put, um, trying to think of something, um, if they had put, um, I can't think of anything at a loss for words. It's the first time. <laughs> um, let's just say that they had put up a, a frame of um, lawn fertilizer in the middle of the movie and then people ran out and bought that. I would believe that type of research because I'm thinking okay you're in a movie theater people buy popcorn all the time right. yeah. it's not like they're going out and doing something that they normally wouldn't do mm-hmm. right. so uh, yeah there's um, The Exorcist was actually got in trouble because they had spliced in um, what they said were subliminal images that were yep. supposed to frighten you yep um, and right. if you can go back and get I believe it's, it's the, the director's cut I actually own that. They have you can see them, and they're actually kind of funny. <laughs> well, yeah, they're funny when you have the lights on. It's popping out what? left and right. Yeah. What are they? What are well, they? no, they're just they're just they're just frames that they that the original cut of the movie when it was released. Uh, God, when did, when did that movie come out? Don't matter. Seventy nine. Something like 80. that. Yeah. When that movie came out originally, um, they cut a lot of stuff out of it, and that what James is referring to are these little frames they threw in of faces 
like demonic faces, mm-hmm. you know. Uh-huh. Um, but when they re-released it about four years ago on DVD, the, the director's cut, they added footage and they added these little pops back in. If you listen to the director's commentary, which everybody knows in this room that I'm a huge fan of director's commentaries <laughs> on DVDs, um, he talks about that also. Yeah, so, the, uh, the easiest one to see is there's a scene where um, the, the mother is in the kitchen and the lights are blinking yep. on and off. And if you just watch the refrigerator that's mm-hmm. on, when you're looking at the screen, the refrigerator is on the right-hand side. Mm-hmm. There's a, a face. flash and there's actually a little demonic face yep. that pops up on there. And if you go frame by frame, it, it sits up there for a good five or six frames. There's also a subli- another, another example they used in that film that they cut out originally is... Um, when she walks in the girl's bed, uh, walks in her, oh God, whatever her name was, walks in her bedroom and the window's open. It's ice cold in the room. And she's like, oh, my God. She shuts the window, puts the covers back on her daughter, and walks out of the room again. The back, the door was open against the wall. And this took me about five or six views to really catch it. And it was by chance I caught it anyways. Um, the statue of Pazuzu. It just kind of, kind of come. It don't flash. It just kind of fades out. Tall. It kind of comes out, and you see it, and you freak out and go and hide under the covers. <laughs> so that's what I did. <laughs> so that, yeah, there was a lot of subliminal messaging, so to say, in that film. Now, is it true that they have banned that from movies? I heard that they had banned that the the little one frame deal. Where they uh, not from movies where I am um, a Pfizer got in trouble was for a game called Husker Do. <laughs> Not the band, the game. Um, they actually had, I forget what the message was, but it was like Buy Me or something like that that came up in the television commercial. And that was banned mm. from there. Um, there's a writer by the last name of Key who, um, he was actually one of the um, prosecution witnesses or the experts in the Judas Priest trial. And mm. he's got a whole series of books about how there's all these subliminal things in um, mass media, and it's quite comical. He um, he claims that rich crackers are designed so that the salt on the top spells out the word sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, if you ever need a good laugh, I... Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, um, one of them is called... You guys are going to like this. One is called the Clam Plate Orgy, <laughs> which is for... I don't even know if there are Howard Johnsons anymore, but um, he claimed that there was a an ad for their um, clam plate special <laughs> and that if you looked at the little pieces of fried clams they were all having an orgy <laughs> oh that's disgusting that's, um, how, that's how I arrange my food yeah, <laughs> yeah. I make sure that I have they're the always inside the sandwich yeah you oh. make sure they're all really really uh, <laughs> suggestive and then there you go Back to the audio. Okay, I'm let's get bad pictures in my head here. Yeah, James, which one did you want to go to next? Uh, let's go to Revolution Nine by the Beatles. Okay, this is um, just following up with Rain. This was one that started the whole. Um, the is this well. intentional or is it not? Um, okay. Don't know if you're familiar with the whole idea of Paul McCartney being dead. Paul McCartney. Being oh, there was a huge thing yeah. about um, that. That was huge. The um, the urban legend is that Paul McCartney was killed in a car crash, mm-hmm. and the Beatles did not want to. They still wanted to use their 15 minutes, so they replaced him with a duplicate. Wow. And that if you looked on, uh, yeah, this is a whole show of itself, but <laughs> um, all of the album covers made references to um, him being dead. Um, the songs made references to him being dead. There were all these hidden things on it. Um, as I said, it's a show by itself, but that went on <laughs> for years and years. Um Conspiracy. And a lot of them were about um, that you had to listen to the songs backwards, and you would get clues that they were admitting that he was dead. Um, this song, Revolution 9, which, if you've ever heard it, it's basically um, John Lennon and Yoko Ono ex- doing experiments with um, tape samples. And on it, what he did was he used a, a bit of tape from uh, the engineer, and the engineer is just saying the phrase number nine over and over again. I think I sent you this one forward then backwards. Yes, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So basically, it's it's just him saying number nine, number nine, over and over again. Mm-hmm. However, when you reverse it, supposedly John Lennon's uh, the engineer says, "Turn me on, dead man," which Ooh. is supposed to make a reference to the dead man being Paul McCartney. Well, let's, let's take give a it a shot and see what happens. This first, probably creep you out. Let's, let's, let's go, go forward, forward yeah. so that we know what it sounds like. Number nine, number nine, number nine, number nine, number nine, number nine, 
Number nine. 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 Number. Okay, that was well, forward. Forward, it was weird. Yeah, forward yeah. was creepy in its own right. I'm thinking number nine. Let's, let's try it backwards now, and let's really get creeped out. Now, James, the, this is the one thing uh, Doug and myself picked out. We listened to this before the show, too. Yeah. And we noticed that the music on both ends of the sample itself uh-huh. was reversed, too. Yes, and th- this is a unique thing in that the entire Revolution 9 is just basically an experiment in sound. There is a bunch of backward things on it. Um, the music, they did spin it backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like back, it's like, it's a, well, how would you say that? Well, that, <laughs> I mean, it's very, it, it, yeah, it, you can play either way and it'll, it'll Yeah, the music in the line. background is exactly the same forwards and backwards mm-hmm. for the entire 33 seconds, but the, um, I did hear him say... Turn me on, Deadman. Turn me, Turn me on, on Deadman. So this is this one single clip has an example of both. Yes. The simple reversal and the phonetic reversal. Correct, yes. Okay. That's pretty interesting. Cause this, cause it's the, fairly clear, even even the phonetic reversal you're talking about. I mean... I mean, I, I mean, I couldn't pick it out, but I mean, once you mentioned it, I'm like, well, that does... <laughs> it does sound does like that, yeah. Turn me on, dead man. Turn, Turn me on, dead man. sounds like a sick fetish. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's another thing about the phonetic reversals that, that I noticed, because Will and I spent hours last night downloading things from the Internet and listening to them, and um, a lot of these phonetic reversals don't tend to make very much sense. Yeah, and... In all honesty, I think the reason for that is, and it kind of ties into the ghosts of Ohio and, and doing actual ghost research with the whole <laughs> idea of um, EVPs, is that a lot of it is garbled. It doesn't seem to make sense, and you have to sit and think, okay, am I really hearing something, or is my brain just trying to make it make sense instead of it just being gibberish? Yeah. I thought I was actually right. doing the same thing myself. Well, this is the EVPs are very similar. It's the same the same uh, thing as if you look at the wood grain in in a door and you see a I don't know a picture of the Virgin Mary or or Elvis or, Elvis, or yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I mean, or or what, that one lady with what her plate of fried food or something, and it, it looks like uh, you know. M- Mary of Fatima or something. <laughs> There's like all these different things that people, you know, see. Yeah. They, they try to find patterns. Well, in is this stuff. is this just then a matter of selective perception? Then I, I don't mean, know. Like you just said, James, is this, is it just our brains trying to make sense of these these noises that are coming out that don't seem to make sense at first, and then we just decode this data and make it into information through our brains so it's into something we can understand. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. And the other thing is that. If you were going to attempt to make a phonetic reversal, something that made sense both ways, it's yeah. almost impossible to do. Mm-hmm. You would literally have to take the message that you wanted them to hear backwards, say that forwards 10 or 12 different ways, play it backwards, try to figure out what that sounded like, and then basically fit that into a song, if any of yeah. that made sense. Mm-hmm. You'd have to fit it in so that it sounded lyrically I'm getting cool. That sounds like it could be forwards, a, even though you were going to hear it backwards. That could yeah. be a three-month project at eight hours a day. You know, Easy. I mean, Easy. trying to figure out just a simple sentence or a simple snippet of a sentence to put in both ways. Well, we discussed this too. I mean, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these samples you sent to us, they were obviously recorded. I personally, Doug, I mean, I'm you you want to blow through, blow the, through the break? break. Okay, I mean, let's we're blowing we through the break. The cover here. <laughs> cool. But I mean, we discussed this briefly. I wasn't asked. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay, let's blow through break. Cool. All right. Well, we discussed this briefly before the show also. Um, a lot of these samples you sent to us, they were obviously recorded on analog tape. Yeah. Two-inch reel, half-inch reel, whatever it may be. Um, with today's technology, I'm wondering if, I mean, I'm wondering 
if it would have the same effect. If you were to take a digital recording, um, I mean, obviously a lot of recording equipment now that they use don't even use tape anymore. It's all digital. Right. I wonder if it would have, if you would get the same results or if it's just the analog tape because, I mean, tape has always been proven to be a warmer source of recording than, than a hard digital recording atmosphere you usually get. I wonder if there would be a difference between the two mediums of recording where you could get these, say, if, if say, for example, you recorded the exact same thing onto a two-inch reel and then recorded the exact same thing into Pro Tools, a digital medium, and then played them both backwards. I wonder if it would have the same results. Yeah, I, I think you're exactly right. With the technology today, it is a lot easier because, as you said, a lot of these samples that I sent you, I had taken from an old cassette where I yeah, had basically yeah. spun it backwards with my finger, yeah. loaded that into the computer, but once I got it in there, I was able to splice it and move it around and do everything that I needed to yeah, do. Yeah. Um, a lot of the newer messages that are out there right now that are clearly placed in there, um, there's one by the Bloodhound Gang that I've yeah. in there that is my all-time favorite, and it literally, even though it's playing backwards, it fits in totally with the beat uh -huh. they're doing. So I, it's I totally agree that today's technology would make it easier. Speaking of that, do you want do, would you want to move on to that next one? Do you want to do Bloodhound Gang? Would you want to do that, James? Do we have that one? Yeah, we have it. Yeah, it's up to you. It, it's Sure, well, we can go to that one. Okay, let's move we'll to the Bloodhound game. This is a, this is actually pretty funny. Since it's been mentioned, it's topical. <laughs> <laughs> Find it. Do you have it? We have it forward and reverse. Let's go forward. Let's, let's do forward first. Okay, so that was yeah, that fits right in with the beat and everything. Oh yeah, it's it's all rolling, right. it's rolling, and and you know it's gibberish. We're all playing. bobbing our heads down here too. Yeah, and you know it's gibberish playing forward. So let's. let's the other it. interesting thing is that, um, and I won't give away, and we'll see if your audience can figure out what they're saying. But the line that I didn't include, which is the line that leads into that piece right there, is he says, "I hope you take this the wrong way and misinterpret what I say." Rewind and let me reverse backwards like Judas Priest first did. And then it leads into that backward. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's so even forward, they gave you a clue. Hey, try to listen to this backwards. Yeah. All right. <laughs> let's hear it backwards. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I have a sudden. I have a sudden yearning for pasta. <laughs> yes. Eat Chef Boyardee. Yeah. Beefaroni. It says, "Devil child, wake up and eat Chef Boyardee macaroni." Is that what he said? Okay. That's what he said. Is it? Am I right? Did I hear it right? It's beefaroni. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Beefaroni. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, um, okay. Which oh that, my that, gosh. That's like typical of the Bloodhound Gang, right there. They're the craziest bunch of of, of artists you'll ever come in contact with. That is, they love to play games like that. With that is music. absolutely hilarious. But you know what's interesting? We were listening uh, last night. We listened to, evidently, obviously, Insane Clown Posse does this all the time, right? The, the, yeah, the rap group. Yeah, ICP. And is that what you call them? <laughs> well, I have a name for him, but I'm not going to say it on the air. <laughs> um, anyway, they, they, ICP does this all the time, and, and we were listening to some of that uh, last night, Will and I, mm -hmm. and and there was a, a, a part very similar to this in that, um, in that it fit in perfectly with the beat, and and it was just it was absolutely perfect, and and then uh, but it was gibberish going forward, going backward, it, it gave a message. But the thing is, is I was under the impression, I was immediately under the impression. That, you know, as a human, you know, you have hopefully some control over your vocal cords. And I think that you could learn specific um, phrases backwards mm -hmm. and, and say them. I think you could do it. Oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't think you would have to then, you know, flip the tape, for example. Are you familiar with the, um, the television show series um, Twin Peaks? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. The, um, oh, what was it? The little guy from the other world, or oh, what was his name? I want to say the midget, but that's not a very PC, but I already <laughs> did, I guess. <laughs> okay. We talk backwards? Yes. The little guy actually could do that, because um, in the series they were talking, you could only understand them when you were hearing it backwards, and they would put up subtitles on the show so you could understand them. 
And he was actually talking backwards? Yes, he was. There's actually stuff, I'm sure it's on the, the Internet, everything is. But he um, he was able to teach himself so that he could talk backwards. Wow. Very it is indeed possible. And, and I, I really thought it would be possible. Of course, Will said he didn't think that the actual people in ICP would have had the attention span, let's say, to to sit there and actually learn the phrases backwards. I'd have to agree but, with that. But, <laughs> but but I think that I think that uh, I, I really think it could be done. I think I could sit there and I could say a message and then play it backwards like a hundred million times and, and actually learn it and be able to say it. But I couldn't part, do it like would be getting the phrasing. That's the problem. Yeah. Your play, when you're switching it around your phrasing is going to switch. Yeah. Because I know, um, I know if you spell my name backwards, obviously you get tox when you say it backwards. Right. But I know if you, the but when you say Scott, Toss. yeah, there's a different. There's, uh, it's phrased differently. If I was to record my voice and say Scott and then play it backwards, it would sound completely different. Right. It wouldn't be phonetically as yeah, if you would so pronounce I'm, it. If you I'm would. pronouncing it phonetically correctly backwards. Yeah. Tox. <laughs> I mean, it's, that's just a that's just a prime example right there. Uh, but that one, that's, uh, I like the, well, that's a pretty fun one. I'd be good. <laughs> it's more, I, mean, I, listen, I listened to the Bloodhound Gang one day at work. I brought, I burned it to a CD and I was just going through these things at work today and I'm just laughing out loud. I, that one was great. I mean, just, it was all I heard, I didn't get the whole thing, but I heard beef, you know, beefaroni and I'm like, oh, God, that's the Bloodhound Gang. That's, that's yeah. definitely the Bloodhound Gang. Uh, James, did you want to move on to another one? Sure. Let's go to the scary ones then. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah no, it's, it's, okay. It's just now getting dark out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my hand, dog. <laughs> okay. Um, next couple are the ones that um, when the big scandal came out in the early 80s, these were ones that they pointed to. And um, the first one is El Dorado by the Electric Light Orchestra. Okay. Um, this is, now, this, this particular clip is forwards and backwards all in one clip, right? Correct. Okay. And I, um, hang on, let me pull up my little thing. Um, yeah, it'll play forwards, then there'll be uh, a little pause, and it'll play backwards, and it'll play backwards a second time, slow down a little bit. Okay. This is actually interesting in that the message is um, a little paragraph, actually. And I don't know if you want me to give it away what he's supposed to be saying. Let's, or let's, 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 let's do it first. Listen, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah, do you think that's a good little, idea? Listen to the whole clip. So we'll be surprised. Actually, this clip's yeah. actually about a minute long, so everybody just kick back. <laughs> um, the only thing I could catch is nasty one, a phrase in there. That's about the only thing that I would have picked up. Or nasty woman. Or nasty yeah. woman, nasty something. And this is where you, you bring up the, the whole idea about, now when I tell you, and if you play it again, and you start to pick these out, uh -huh. really there, or if I just put it in your head and you're going to find it. There you go. Um, interesting. Um, what the message is supposed to be is, he is the nasty one. Christ, you're infernal. They will say we're dead men, but those among us who have the mark will live. Ah. 
Can we play that again? Can, yeah, yeah, can, can we, we play we, it again? We, yeah, let's play it one more time. I, I want to hear that one more time because <laughs> I, I know Jane's I heard. Like, oh, you guys just better. I know I heard nasty one very, very clearly, but um, you know, my, my brain didn't organize all the rest of it. But it would be interesting now with some, I guess, front loading is what it's called. You know, some <laughs> yeah, pre, you know, preconceived ideas. So let, let's see if I hear that now. more when you slowed it down. Yeah, it's a bit of a stretch because like you said about the phrasing of it, mm-hmm. it's not exactly phrased as you would say it forward. Exactly. Because like, you know, they'd be like, you know, nasty one is said like is almost as if it were one syllable long and that's why I was able to pick it up first try. Mm. And then the rest like infernal seems to be stretched out over several syllables if you were really saying it forward. I mean, well, infernal is three syllables. Infernal, yeah, <laughs> but um, but going backwards, it seems like it's it's longer, and you know, like he wouldn't, you wouldn't have said it. So this is this is a uh, an unintentional um, phonetic, phonetic, phonetic reversal, correct. and and they had no. Do you believe they had absolutely no clue? Yes, and what would be interesting is if you want to play next um, the song "Fire on High" by okay. Electric Light Orchestra. Okay, um, this was their sort of response. Oh, <laughs> so, you mean a- um, after this was brought to their attention by courts and things like that? Right, and the the only thing that I'll have to warn you is that it's when you hear it playing forwards and it's backwards, but when you hear it playing forwards, it's creepy as hell. You must get right to it. Even forwards is creepy. And when you hear it backwards, there's there's you're going to hear the you're going to hear the message. There's no mistaking what's being said. They made no intention of even hiding it. Um, <laughs> what was interesting, though, is that the televangelist first the order, and they would play Fire on High, the one you're going to hear now first, uh-huh. and they would say, see, look at this. This is proof that they have hidden messages. And then they would play um, the other ones, um, kind of back it up. But, um, yeah, if you want to play Fire on High, okay. that's... That was their response. All right, let's hear Fire on High. First, we'll hear it forwards. Which is scary enough. (laughs) 